0: Welcome back to Check Your Vertical. We are your hosts, Scott and Mandy, and this is our real, raw, relatable testimony of a marriage that has been redeemed. Thank you, God.
1: Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, YouTube.
0: Back. Just not working for me.
1: Why? Oh, the, the angle?
0: It's just all on. I, I can adjust it. It is what it is.
1: Yeah, I told you, we're going to have to keep working through this, babe.
0: You torture me.
1: I do, but it's a good thing. I love pushing outside your comfort zone.
0: Just... <laughs> Fix the camera. Okay. I don't know what's going on.
1: It's pointed down.
0: It is. And what's. We
1: sound like we're technologically incapable and we're not people. It's just the setup and it's constantly moving and nothing is stationary. So we have to move everything around. So once we move it out of where it was, it's like we got to move it back and it's hard.
0: Yeah. And when you go live with YouTube, you don't get to see what you look like until, until you hit the button. And <laughs> it's crooked. Are you do you see that the phone is literally sideways? Like
1: this isn't
0: <laughs> 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 All right. It's fine. Good stuff.
1: Now and now it's you're just gonna have to deal with that. Right there. Good?
0: Yeah, just make it straight. It's crooked which way Top to the left. That? <laughs> oh uh, yeah? Sure. We'll go with it.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Do you not see it?
1: Yep. From this angle, I do. I know. Right, you just like- you you talk. You entertain the, the people.
0: Oh my go. gosh. I don't know how entertaining I could be on my own. Anyways, welcome to another episode of the Crazy show, obviously. There, there go. you go. Boom. That looks better. See, I,
1: I, adjusting from the side is not... No. Not, I was trying to stay out of the people's lens. But it and doesn't matter. I was
0: matter. trying to be, act like it was okay, but it uh, wasn't. Anyways, whatever. Anyway, so welcome to our crazy show. I know, you know, we listen to so many podcasts. I'm like, wow, they sound so professional.
1: <laughs> it's, so, it's so true.
0: And then, you know, like the guy we listened to today, I heard him. He's like, I've been doing this for eight years. I'm like, okay, fine. A little grace.
1: Yeah. We got some grace. I'm still learning about that word. But it's a good word to know.
0: Yeah. You're
1: really good at knowing it.
0: No. I'm not. I need a lot more. I, I like I said yesterday, my Bible said it's very easy to receive grace. The concept of it is wonderful. God's grace is wonderful because you get what you you don't get what you deserve to get. So, if there's something that you've done, and really we all deserve death and condemnation and, um, you know, separation from God, um, that's what we do deserve, but we don't get that because of God's grace and love for us. That's great until you have to give that same grace
1: <laughs> to yourself.
0: No, I just said that. Back. You completely, I am.
1: Mercy. No, mer- you were talking about mercy, right? If, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I actually was like, I think I was I was about to correct you.
0: Why didn't you?
1: Because I was... I on know. my
0: phone. What were you doing?
1: Just checking the thing.
0: Oh, Lord. We are a mess, I think. <laughs> Let's just put it out there.
1: Go for it.
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I. You sit behind this mic. And it's hard because you have so many emotions going on. And... I know we, we feel like this is where we're supposed to be. We don't do this if we, if we don't think that we should be. And so, you know, tomorrow is Vinny's, would have been his due date. It would have been his first birthday. And as much as I have been mentally preparing whatever I allowed myself to believe that looks like, it still is just hard. And I'm a, you know, we're a basket case. Yeah. And the only way I can describe it is like a volcano eruption before it explodes. There's this erosion down below that's happening and it messes with all of you. And, you know, for women, it's our hormones and exhaustion and body and things that are just happening and you don't ever really understand it until you. You, you know, go, oh my gosh, I know what this is. But the erosion happens long before you can see the smoke coming out or the pouring over of the lava. And yeah, so, you know, there's really nothing else that we can talk about tonight except for long suffering. Yeah,
1: and w- what what I should have corrected you on earlier was that mercy is not getting what you deserve, Grace is
0: getting, yeah, what you what you deserve.
1: Yeah, right. So anyways, I yeah, guys, I mean this is we're 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 like, all right, we're just gonna show up tonight and we're gonna be pretty raw and real and just where we're at. And uh this this week has been really challenging um individually for each of us, but also as a couple. And you know, for me, I think I have come from a state of I actually I didn't want to believe that um, I was being affected by grief. And then a few days ago, I, I was definitely rocked that I, I definitely am being affected by grief. And there was a lot of weird emotions and things that were just kind of coming up. And I didn't I didn't really understand it. And then I happened to tune into this uh it's a podcast called Win Today with a guy named Christopher Cook. That's who we were mentioned to before. Great podcast, by the way. Chris, love to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he happened to have a woman that specializes in grief on the other day. And I'm like, wow, how timely is that? Uh, because I, I needed to hear this woman and her story and just how she spoke about grief and how she's basically walked through it and you know it just reminded me that grief there's no roadmap for it Mm-mm. and everybody handles it differently and you know that's okay I think where it gets tricky is that when you're in in a marriage or you know or even around other people it's how do you handle people with grief I think mm. um and not that's well. kind, and it's not it's not <laughs> it's I'm not, not easy it's not easy and and then like we're dealing with the same grief, but from two different perspectives. And, you know, I'm having um, things that are happening in my mind. Like my identity is being tacked heavily right now. And I am um, I'm, I'm was been angry all week. I'm just going to say like, I've been angry mm-hmm. for no reason. And I'm not like blowing up at my kids and family, but like just out there's this, there's this inner stirring in my heart. My heart posture has just been very like unsettled and kind of full of anxiety. And, I've just been like, what is going on? And just like, just really putting myself down and feeling almost like just lowly about who I am. And then I heard this podcast and I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say I'm thankful for what she said, because I really think that you've exemplified a lot of what this woman was talking about in that podcast. And I'm thankful that you've kind of set a good example of this, just being in it being in the grief, Mm -hmm. um, and that, that there's going to be moments that are going to happen and they're going to trigger you or if whatever that traumatic experience may be. Um, and for us since Friday, tomorrow would have been Vinny's first birthday. You know, this week leading up has been, there's been a lot of triggering things and grief has been showing up in different ways that you wouldn't even expect. And that's kind of what she was making it sound like to me that there's no real recipe for like why certain things happen. But what she did say, which I believe that we've really talked about a lot here, too, is like what at the root cause. So being able to identify it for what mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And so and we've talked about this in just many different aspects of just walking it out. And it just made me realize that my anger wasn't because I was necessarily angry with the person I'm working with or whatever I'm doing. It's because there's really there's some grief that's unsettled under there, like that volcano that Manny was talking about. That is is just it's starting to just bubble up, and and it's not seen, but it, it's happening, right?
0: And you want to act like it's not there. Yes, like I I know in myself, like I said, I felt like I was preparing for this. a I knew February 23rd was probably when I was like, oh my gosh, March is coming. Yeah, my first like gut feeling like, Oh, it's coming. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'm prepared. I'm, I'm going to reach out to people. I'm going to be intentional about talking about it coming and, um, asking for prayers and crying if I need to, and laying down if I need to, it didn't matter. (laughs) Like I keep thinking I've got this. And then it's like, I don't, and that's what suffering does. Suffering actually, um, really reveals how much we do not have control, even mm. of our own bodies. Um, and so it always makes us wonder, what is in control, and where do we give that control? And I, I, I always, I also like to downplay it. Like I yes. think um, so many people have had it worse. Yeah. Or so many people have gone through this that almost like, you know, you kind of invalidate your grief, and that's plays in your head, um, along with all the what should have been, what could have been, and then you try to capture those thoughts, and you're like, okay, back to reality, what it is, and then it's like, well, I trust you, Lord. And you're like, you're a good God, but like, man, this this didn't seem good. I. I don't understand how you're good, but I know you're good. Mm -hmm. And it's just this round and round and round of mental gymnastics. And um, that is where we are today. I can see how people get divorced.
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Please elaborate for people about this. (laughs) Speak into the camera, please. I want them to know exactly what you're trying to say.
0: I can see how people can just grow apart through yeah. something like this. Yeah. It's so easy. I, you know, my my natural instinct um when I'm hurting is to be alone.
1: Run to your bed?
0: Be alone? <laughs> sometimes in my bed. Um I don't want to be in uh, engaging in my pain. I don't mm. want to engage in my hurts. I like my seclusion Um, and if you're not aware of that that that's happening then you can just push the other person away and even just today we're just silent We're, we're silent in each other's presence this is the most we've talked today since we've seen each other and
1: and it's, it's, it's awkward, and I, I do terrible in these situations. Yeah.
0: And then you've got the other person where, who's like, I need all of the attention, and I it's need It's not that I need attention. and I just need to like, you're it's comforted. filling
1: so like, air, and I feel comfortable there. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's right. And I, and then that's kind of what I, I was been hearing all week. It's like, it's okay to be stuck in the suffering. It's okay to be stuck in the grief.
0: It's best to be stuck in the grief.
1: I I I really want to say I disagree but it's it's not the truth because scripture tells us that you're not going to just not be stuck in suffering there's going to be suffering and you will endure suffering and and Christ he's, he's he tells us this that we're going to experience trials you know obviously I wish this upon no one I I I am I'm am sad I'm still processing today I did I called my guy Or actually he texted me and I was about to text him and God knew I needed to talk to him and I just vented on him for about 30 minutes. And I needed that. Because and then here I am as a dude. I'm trying to like I'm downplaying the fact that I'm even really phased by it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm downplaying the fact that I'm even like, oh, it's it's I'm better. Everything's fine. And the truth is, no, I'm not. And I've actually experienced more attacks of feeling worthlessness and not feeling um like I like I matter like it's just all these crazy identity things have been popping up these last couple of weeks and I just had to like vent about my frustrations and um what's crazy and i'll I'll just tell you I, I mean this is what I told Tom today on the phone and I'm just gonna share some of it i the enemy's so crafty because what's happening now is like your your tendency to do what you just said
0: mm-hmm.
1: like makes you want to retreat yeah. And so those are the things that really I struggle with with you. Right. And so it's it's almost like like the devil was like poking me, saying, "Yep, see." And so like these weird like old feelings were like they're just like itching, mm-hmm. like this weird volcano you're talking about, where it's like I'm feeling frustration, but it's really not at you, but it's resembling what I used to get really frustrated with you about. And I'm feeling this uneasiness, and I'm just like, I'm getting angry, but I'm not really even mad at you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's
0: old trauma coming back up. Really, that's what that is.
1: And so, like, I'm getting this, like, well, here she goes again. She's, she's, you know, she's gonna, you know, run and retreat and go hide and go do these things, and then your migraines are popping up, and I'm just like, what? And then, like, the enemy's like, see, poke, 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 poke. He's like, fine, you're not going to fall for lust. You're not going to fall for porn. You're not going to fall for all these other things. Fine, I'm going to attack you with your wife. I'm going to come into the middle of your relationship. I'm going to start bringing up little little insecurities, little bit of resentments, little bit of these things that make you feel a certain way about her or start to view her differently instead of looking at her through the lens of how Jesus looks through her at her. And and that's what I, I told Tom today. And I just was like, and I, I, I just, I'm telling you right now,
0: I appreciate it, and I I get it because for the same when I just think we talked about this a couple of days ago. That I I um, retreat also in my speaking, not just physically, and that brings up old stuff as I don't feel like you are safe for my feelings. Yeah, you know, and so that's that's the old us. Um, and the responses, you know, I, I get, I actually just don't, I prefer just not to talk because there's this fear that you're not going to handle what I have to say well. Mm. And that would be unfair, right? That's not, that's totally unfair. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is, so like I like I go back, I can see how people would get divorced, how this could completely divide a couple who is in pain, really, and just in yeah. need of their own type of healing um, and validation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're not receiving it, and they're not going after it, and so the other person's going to immediately become the problem. And I know you're not the problem. You know I'm not the problem. But yet the enemy just likes to trick us so much to think that that you are. Yeah. And. Um,
1: well, and, 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 you know, and I, and I know you've, you've kind of said it a couple times this week about being safe, you know, and that's kind of like a flag for me to know, like, I have to check in with myself, um, <clears throat> to, to see like where I'm really at mm-hmm. and, and and am I giving, am I hearing you properly? Am I really hearing what you're saying? And, and I think guys like that's, it's just. I'm very thankful that we're both mindful of this and and I, and that guys, that's, that's not of myself or even her like that. That's all the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just the conviction of Jesus within us. But I mean, I can tell you that because I, I've heard you say it, then I've had these like retaliating attacks on myself and the imposter and the enemy basically making me feel like I, I haven't changed and I'm not good enough. And I, and I'm struggling with these like, Oh man, just this imposter of like, I suck. <laughs> I, I mean, that's literally what I'm I'm like saying it in my head, and it's just so unhealthy for me to say that. Yeah. And I and I hate it.
0: And then I go, well, I'm just gonna say anything because I know you go to that place and I'm like, I can handle this on my own. I don't need to I don't need to welcome him in and, and put all these insecurities in his head because you know, everything I usually say, he, you know, he thinks is about about him. <laughs> Even if I say this is not about you. This doesn't affect you. This does not involve you. This is just—I'm just speaking for myself. You—you you instantly take like you've done something completely wrong, and then I kind of have to like get you out of the mud a little bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I—I'm literally—I—I—I I, I, I melt and I fall apart. And and so I also told Tom as well that I sh- this. Guys, listen. I'm just, uh, clearly identity, and I, I struggle, guys. I I have a, a insecurity of about who I am, and I I don't understand it, and I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm you know I'm on this journey, and you know Tom made a real good comment. Like, okay, so how many years have you bought into the lies of the enemy? And the reality is, it's it's been 38 years of me, really just. Of filling myself with superficial materialistic things that would fill the gap, fill the void to make me feel like I was being somebody that was wanted, desired or loved or loving myself because I got in a, I got a, um, a false sense of reality when I, when I received something from the way I was acting. And I would say in the last two years, only have I finally gotten to a place where I've laid these things down and I'm not filling myself with these things. So in return, <laughs> There's an emptiness there. And, and I know, guys, as a Christian, I could be like, yes, but Jesus is there to fill that gap. Yes, he is. He is the gap filler for us all. But it's not easy. And it's hard. And so I'm trying to unravel 38 years of walking in my own stupidity, my own this, and truly giving it over to Jesus and say, God, please, please. Please, I don't want to think this way. I don't want to be this way, Lord. Please take this from me fully. I want to keep surrendering. And so now, through this last week, for some reason, the enemy's like, boom, 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 sucka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I, I was, I'm frustrated. That's where I'm at right now. What did you do? Did I it smack you? No, oh. I just hit my knee.
0: Yeah, and that would be grief. And I think, I think in our conversation last week, you, you called me, and you are so frustrated. I said, is it Vinny? And I don't know if you even responded to that or not. But I, I just finished this study in our Bible study um, on Isaiah. It was a four-week study. I sit here with pages and pages and pages and pages of notes. And I can't think of anything to say. Um, I just would say, go read Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if we do have a show called Thankful for the Darkness, and that came out not long after all of this happened. And one of the quotes from this last week was that anything that draws us to the Lord is good. And why is that? Why is all that good? And that, that kind of takes me back to being thankful for the darkness and, and the darkness re- referencing suffering and this that cold, dark place that we find ourselves in. And what is, how is that good? Mm. Because anything that brings us in, into the presence of the Lord and our knowledge of knowing our need for Him above all, all things is what is best for us. Without him, I like today, and I did listen to that podcast that Scott was mentioning about this woman and her grief, and one of the things she said, and I think that you guys probably would be aware of this as well in your life, whether you're a believer or not, the suffering is coming. Yeah. And... You know, she spoke about the parable with the two houses built on sand, one built on a strong foundation. The storm came to both houses. Mm-hmm. It wasn't whether or not the storm is coming. It's whether or not um, you're on a solid rock, a foundation.
1: Or the sand.
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that is, that almost is like, well, yeah. I mean, we kind of know that, but to say it is like, wow, yeah, the storm is coming. And I think I've said this before mm-hmm. on here. I've, I've been kind of trying to warn people that suffering is inevitable but the reality, what do you do when it, when it does come
1: mm-hmm.
0: where are you supposed to go what do you how do you how do you handle that and for me I, I know i had to i've had to many times question i knew god was good because he rescued me out of my egypt and you can hear my testimony i think in 45 about that and the the reality of who god was and what he took me out of and um restored me, forgave me. Mm. I had this knowledge of who God was and who's so, so good. And then I started suffering. And so there's this like, how is this good God doing this also? Mm. And wrestling with, is he really good? Did I just feel that at that time? Is he, is this for my benefit? Is this for his glory? Like, how does this work for me?
1: Oof, that's, that's, those are great questions. And I think it's, you know, the, the, that's that mystery of God. Like she, she and she said to, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not quoting cause I don't know. It was, this is kind of my own take with hers. It's just the fact that, you know, that's why, that's why God Yahweh is, is, is so amazing because if we knew him, there'd be no mystery to him. Right. And there'd be no way to truly, if we knew everything was going to happen like it would take away from him being god and the reality is that like these these sufferings are a way for us to completely depend on him as what he was he created us to be right and you know when we're talking about the suffering the, the scripture that i did come across was in first uh, peter um 2 and starting from verse 21 i'm i'm just going to read this to you guys because this this hit me pretty deep and um, it says, "For for to this you've been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in His steps. He committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to whom, who judges justly. He bore. Oh, I'm sorry." He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And uh, when I read that, I was just like, sorry, it gets me kind of choked because that's, it's just thinking about our suffering is nothing compared to what Christ suffered for us. Even in this week, as we are going through this process of grief that will never end, it will always have this, but Jesus, he, he did. That was this, that was the gap I'm talking about that he fulfilled was that he willingly went into this suffering, knowing, asking God if there was any other way. And he said, no, this is the way. Right. And, and so And even even when he was being reviled and deceited and all these things and people were basically spitting upon him, he never did anything. He took it. He took it to himself. He took on our sin. He bore all the wrath of the Lord on our behalf. And the fact of the matter is, is that we can continue to have a relationship with God because of him. And I I struggle to truly understand it at some level that our Father in heaven loves us so much that he truly gave his Son for anything that we would ever encounter here on this earth, and that Jesus truly died for us, and he suffered. And I have to look to that suffering as the ultimate sacrifice, and knowing that Vinny is in heaven with the Lord right now, smiling down on us. Is that really suffering? I don't know. Not for Vinny. (laughs) But yeah, for us here, but if I continue to look to Christ for what he did and how he conducted himself, I, I believe Jesus left us a trail of how to endure suffering in the scriptures. And actually, First Peter is littered with a ton of scripture on suffering. The next chapter, suffering for righteous sake, right? It talks about that. The next one in chapter 4, suffering as a Christian. And that's why at the beginning here, we earlier said that we are going to suffer as Christians. And some of them are going to hurt.
0: And I'd rather suffer with Jesus than without. Mm. The suffering's coming. It's going to happen anyways. And he is the one that provides the hope that we are seeking this constant need to fill and fix the pain that we're in. Um, you know, we we talk often here about Romans five three through five, which is the suffering produces perseverance, which produces endurance, produces mm. um, hope or character, which produces hope. You know, there's a purpose for our journey. Thank you, God. <laughs> I would I would be more mad if things happened and there was just no purpose for them. Um, he, you know, our journey can be used uh, for his glory and he he welcomes us into that journey mm-hmm. for healing um, for us to draw near to him which is why anything that draws us close to him is good because um, he is that peace he is that hope he has that um, promise that this will end at some point point. Um, and so I kind of want to go back to when we were talking about getting divorced, you know, people who get divorced, like, what should we do? What should they do um, to make sure that doesn't happen? I don't want to just leave that out there without kind of giving some sort of, you know.
1: It's funny. I was actually going to ask you that question. (laughs) Oh. So go ahead.
0: So obviously, you know us, we are big on counseling. And even when we, this journey, after we've been in counseling for 10 years, we went in after a couple months of this happening last couple, just over a year ago. Because we were in a new season and we didn't know how to have gr- how to grieve together, mm-hmm. and um, we learned instantly that we grieve completely differently. Shocker! I'm sure mm-hmm. most of you are surprised. <laughs> I would assume that you probably grieve uh, as um, differently than your spouse as well, and that was vital. As soon as we heard that, it was almost like, "Oh, okay, that makes so much sense." Right. Like you yeah. are here, I'm over here. And there was this journey to get back to that center place and to kind of just give each other their own, their own time to be where they had to be. Mm. Um, and it's really honestly dying to self, at least for myself. Yeah. I, I have to fight against what my flesh wants to To seclude myself, to retreat, to go in my bed, to not talk to you or anyone really, um, and just kind of be alone. And that takes the strength of the spirit in me to sit down and have conversations and um, just not shut down.
1: And on my side, <clears throat> I have my flesh. I want to. Um, I want to interact, and I know that's not what you want. So uh because I because I'm I'm constantly I've always my whole thing was big constantly seeking acceptance, right and that this is kind of part of that for me just yeah. being accepted into this situation so I've had I have to constantly remind myself to just give you space as I can and as needed um, but also try to engage in some conversation <laughs> as well uh, that that's respectful for for you, but also for myself and I think that, Um, because then what happens is that if I, if I don't do that willingly through, through the conviction of the Holy spirit, my flesh wants to then turn to those few things I was talking about earlier about what I told Tom was the resentment. And this is where, this is where I can quickly kind of turn down that roadway. That's like, well, she doesn't love me and she's bailing on me with this emotional stuff and all these things. And it's, it's just not the truth. So like I, mine's the mental battle of, of, of redirecting myself to a God-focused, you know, relationship with, with you, with him, with me and knowing that, okay, I have to put Christ here in front of me in this very moment. However, I, I'm going to move next.
0: (laughs) It's so funny to me that you think it, 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 not funny, but I just, I keep, I hear you saying, I'm like, ugh. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, I
1: know you're not physically going anywhere. You
0: get so anywhere. scared, cause, and whenever I see the Mandy's status quo emotions, well, when no. Mandy's emotions okay. go up or down. Okay, it's like no, it's I'm concerned for you. I'm like, I'm fine. Because
1: in my mind, like we want to do this and we want to do that, and it's like I'm afraid that you're going to retreat, and it's not ever going to happen. Those are the things that I get afraid of. Like I, I'm not like so you're going to physically leave. But it's just like this shutting down, and like, I need the next four months to oh <laughs> process <my God. laughs> and do these things. I'm being serious, right? I'm I being believe very that real. Your with you mind right now. is
0: four months out. Well, I'm like, I just want to go lay down for the next hour.
1: And then I, but I, so I take the hour and I multiply it by like 40. And I'm like, that's geez, where the irrational geez, conversation
0: geez. comes in. So that's why I shut down because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that. This doesn't even oh, make gosh. any sense. And I'm just gonna just go not talk.
1: Okay. <laughs> See, clearly but but we both understand this and we we I don't know, I'm constantly praying every time I come around you. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Lord gosh. it's not about I'm praying for you, I'm praying for myself, babe. <laughs> I can't.
0: if you're not thinking four months out and I know that too I know he you know he has he's attached every movement to the next 70 and if one movement is out of whack then everything's out of whack and that's that that's check your vertical that would be where I would for years ask him to check his vertical because I'd watch him this unraveling of this one decision and I'm like Have you talked to God? Have you taken it to Him? Have you checked in with Him? Because even if we step outside of a little boundary that we have set up for ourselves, He is there to straighten it out. Whenever we put our eyes back on, and we, you know, yeah. I so welcome to a conversation with Uh, (laughs) Scott and Mandy. Yeah, can you see now? So you need counseling. You need to get into counseling and because there, you need to have somebody to sit this with you. We've gone through 10 plus years now of a, a mediator yeah. to walk through how to speak and receive each other's conversations and how to not let them take us to a place that's The other thing, too, is
1: if, you know, I, I do want to say something else. I, I know, like, the scripture I wrote and and Peter I, I want you guys to know I know that this was in a time when like Christians were being heavily persecuted and you know being murdered essentially and that you know <clears throat> in the United States that that's not necessarily what's happening but what I'm what I'm trying to get to is that that the 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 suffering is still very real whether it's from the persecution you're gonna suffer you might be being killed or whatever it is or this type of suffering where it's something that was out of your control, a death in a family, a loss of this, a loss of your child, whatever it may be um, so I just I wanted to make that clear like that I, I understand that, that that scripture specifically was probably talking about a lot of the persecution going on with Christians but it's very it's the same application to me when I look at the trials uh, that that are hard and that that Jesus still died and suffered for us instead. But I also, going off what you were saying, babe, I, I think it's important that, um, as I I found for myself, I need to I need to be verbally speaking to someone mm-hmm. about what's going on. Yes. So that, that's just my personality, uh, because I, I actually – it was a light bulb moment the other day, because when I do that, I actually process the way you process, but you process by yourself yeah. in a dark room underneath your covers <laughs> – with My your mind. face and your pillow. No,
0: internally. <laughs> internally.
1: <laughs> but I actually was thinking about it because sometimes I'm spitting straight fire for yeah. Jesus when I'm talking to somebody about what I'm going through. And it's just like, where did that even come from? And then I get on here and I poop the bed. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> what did you say you... When it, you said maybe not talking to myself all day long is not a good thing.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, guys, yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. Anyways, but so then I was talking to Tom earlier, and I'm like, man, I got off the phone. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I needed to hear myself know that I know mm-hmm. because of Jesus. Nothing else. And so I guess for me, I I don't know if you it, there's somebody's got to be there like me. Somebody has to. <laughs> I'm not that if you're the person that needs to, to walk through it and verbalize it, I need to hear these things. And not only that, it was just it was healthy for my inner soul to hear that I am loved, that I am a child of God, that God has not left me, mm-hmm. and that my past doesn't define me, <clears throat> that I don't have to stay clung to it and look to it. Because what's happening is that the grief and the trauma is seeping back in, and the enemy's using that to grab onto things that I used to be and how I used to cope with grief or, or, or trauma or fill my life. And he's using that to try to reel me back instead of me keeping my eyes focused on Christ and looking forward and saying, God, point me in the direction of where we go from here. Mm. And so as I'm as I'm sitting there talking to Tom, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I'm like, wait, oh, I said that. I know that. And so I think it's really healthy to have that person in your life, that accountability or that go-to brother or sister that will give you that space to just – Tom's not really giving me any guidance he might have asked me three questions, maybe two questions, and it was like, boom, 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 boom. And he's like, you you, you got it. See?
0: Talking it out is wonderful. With someone who is um, safe and wise and able to listen. And, and sit, with, and you sit you with you
1: in your pain.
0: Because and- our, the other thing she said, which is so true, our natural instinct oh. is to avoid pain and so that's why we're kind of awkward with people who are going so through pain. Awkward. You know, it's just because we just don't know what to do. And we like to, our bodies like to avoid pain. And um, finding someone that can sit with you in that. Yeah. Without needing to have the right words or, you know, they they their presence alone probably is. But like Scott said, just you speaking yeah. it out of you is healthy. And I do that. I have girlfriends that I... I love that that I can they check in and you know, but yeah, I'm more of an internal processor mm-hmm. shocker. I know we all know that, but and you are not an worried, and you just have to talk to someone, and that's fine. But it's, it's all, just not me in the moment. Yeah, it is not
1: 100. <laughs> but it and it's
0: amazing. But though. we talk. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say we don't talk. Oh I, no, we
1: do. We've been checking in, and we checked in. Like we we. So like another thing we've done is I, I mean earlier today I asked her like, hey, like what do you what do you want to do tomorrow? Do you want to do anything? Is like I want. We even though it's still hard and awkward and sometimes quiet, I, the communication still has to be there. Yeah, and that's why that drift or separation happens sometimes because we do naturally want to divert and just do our own thing. And the reality is, like in a marriage, you just can't do that, especially if it's if you if it's a child you lost. Like you have to have these conversations and see where each other is at. Mm-hmm. And um, you know cuz the other thing too about having people around you that that can walk with, walk with you in this is important is because at our men's morning thing at our church uh the men gather and they pray over the church and just over things and I wasn't going to speak up and then I I was like you know what I God's like you need to you need to tell the you need to tell the men what's going on and I had 25 men praying with me over Mandy over us over myself about our situation and then like it was just weird how God has used so many people within the last week to just check in randomly, mm-hmm. and it were they weren't even men that were even at that meeting in the morning, and then you know Tom checks in today, and I didn't even prompt him for it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like God knows, and and I believe that that's the power of prayer, mm-hmm. and um, and just sticking true to knowing that like He's He's there no matter what.
0: So, okay, counseling find a safe person to talk to. Um, And I would say, you know, obviously being in the Word word every day and reading and understanding who God is and having a proper perspective of who He is and who we are in Him Mm -hmm. um, really just changes the outlook of things when you know that this isn't it, that there is more, you know. Um, And only God can provide the lasting hope that we're looking for um, that gives you this sense of peace that does not make sense, yeah. but it's there. And so turning to Jesus, understanding who God is, understanding Jesus' suffering, what it was for, um, and just being in His Word, but also being just being in the pain. I, I don't know. I, I know so many people who... Are probably in so much more pain than they, they could say, but they're so busy. Yeah, and they keep themselves busy because it's so scary to feel. Mm-hmm. And I heard a quote long time ago: "You have to feel mm-hmm. to heal."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Andrew says also. Oh, he does. That, yeah, right. all the
0: time. Um, you cannot numb out. You cannot cope. You cannot. It's not going away. Um, that that grief and pain is there. So you might as well lean into it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where I. Drift too is to just lean in the pain because there's this part of me that just knows that once I do, it's better on the other side, whether it's for a moment or the day or the week. I would encourage you to learn what that feels like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I think that it that that the scripture from Romans five is just so important because that is what suffering is. Mm-hmm. That is what the pain is. The like the, another thing that people always say too is like. There's purpose in your pain, and no matter what, like this pain that we're experiencing now, this grief, this the trauma that we've gone through, there's purpose behind it, and and we want to choose to glorify Christ in it because that's the only thing that we can do, mm-hmm. and that purpose is maybe to help someone on the other side of this hearing this, that that needs to hear a word of encouragement or a word about Christ and who He is, and and just I keep like the imagery of the rock. It's so vivid to me. And like I could just seeing myself standing and being clung to a rock that's immovable. And that is who the person of Jesus Christ is versus the house of sand or the house of cards that one foul swoop and you're gone. And then it's, you have nothing to grasp to. And I just want to encourage you guys if you take away anything, just know that He is our true rock and our true foundation in this long suffering of a journey of life that we are in right now until he comes back. And that's the only way to put it, but there's still joy in it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you know, scripture says there too, like there there is hope, right? Because of those sufferings, because of the perseverance, it's a training, just like we train our bodies to be fit or eat and be disciplined. This suffering is training our spiritual health and it's, it's helping us become stronger and knowing who Jesus truly is. And that's what's important.
0: Yeah, we, we talked about this in our Bible study. And I just reflected on the last 10 years and who I was 10 years ago mm. as of who I am now. And I would never want to go back to the person I was 10 years ago. No. That baby, tiny Christian who mm. was just so naive and innocent and didn't know God the way that I do now. I know him because of the suffering I've been through. Yeah. And that has opened my eyes to who he is, like that proper perspective, that hope, that endurance, and that that faith muscle that you're talking about. I would never want to go back from it. Yeah, And so that's why kind of that quote in the, be- in the beginning that I said, that anything that draws us to the Lord is good. Mm. And you can't know that until you've gone through it. Yeah. But your heart has to be ready to receive it as well. He is safe with your pain. He is safe with your trauma mm. um, Because of what Jesus endured, he knows this. Um, and he also has the way through it and he has um, the end for us. There's hope there. And um, I just I would just encourage you to turn your eyes to Christ, seek counsel, talk to someone, mm. sit in the pain. That means take a day off work. Just be at home and just do nothing.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm twitching over here.
0: I know. Could you ever?
1: I mean, yeah, I have. It's not a lot, but I have more recently than not. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> it's healthy.
1: It is. It is. Yeah, take that time. I think it's important. Um, God will let you know. There will be some conviction there. I've had moments where I'm like, I can leave early today. Or I need to do this, and I'm not going to do this today. And uh, it's hard following those prompts for me, but I, I'm I'm learning to do it more than not, mm-hmm. uh, because I I the fatigue will you'll you'll feel it, it settles in, and it, it's 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 tiring to try to carry these burdens by yourself. And he doesn't want it. He says in Matthew that his loke his loke his <laughs> yoke is light. I just mixed light and yoke together. Loke. loke his his yoke is light. And easy, oh uh, Lord Father, um, we just we just thank you for uh, tonight's episode. And you know, I I don't know. We we just wanted to share our hearts tonight. We didn't really have a, a plan. Um, and I just want to just say thank you for being our rock, Lord, and being the one who has stood in the gap for us, Lord. The one that truly endured the suffering, um, because we know that we the suffering we deserve is 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 wrath and death, and and you took that on yourself, Lord. Lord, we miss Vinny, and we love him. And uh, I know we will see him again. And he's smiling down on us, Lord, and I'm just thankful for that. And uh, God, God, I just just want to lift up any of the audiences that is, is struggling right now and, and walking in a season of grief, Lord, or, or trying to rebound from trauma, <clears throat> that they would just stay focused on you. And that their eyes would be completely just laser shot onto the cross, God, because that's the only place that we can get our strength and our hope, Lord. And honestly, even our perseverance to continue to, to trudge forward through the life that we have here to suffer. And God, to build that faith muscle, God. So I just pray that over anyone that is struggling in this area. And then we just love you so, so much, Lord. We just pray this in your name. Amen. And guys... <clears throat> Thank you uh, for, you know, constantly tuning in. And as we continue our YouTube journey, we are getting better. And uh, we just, if you you guys want to keep jumping over to YouTube to, you know, subscribe to the channel, you can hit that, smash that notification button. It'll tell you when we're going live. Uh, We're going to try to be consistent with Thursdays again still. But, you know, as always on uh, Apple, Spotify, whatever um podcast platform you guys link to you know continue to review spread the message leave us some ratings and uh you know we just appreciate you guys so we're checking vertical we out